When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. From Hollywood to you. Thank you for listening to us. Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest! We're on air, on air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. Thank you so much for having us on. Ah, well, where do we start this morning? We've got May gray, so sun later burning off. Uh, weather, I, it depends on if you listen to Sisney or look at your phone, the weather's kind of shifting back and forth in terms of the forecasting, so I don't know which way to up or who to believe. Right. But Lakers play tonight. That's big time. Let's Lakers go. Nuggets game one. Lakers. Western Conference Finals tonight in Denver. It's uh, later this evening. Hey, uh, Tanya, your name came up last night. Oh, cute. Love that. I was talking, and <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know this. So person I was talking to, you just saw them at that Mexican restaurant after you went to Idol. Okay. There's quite a few of us there, so that doesn't really narrow it down. But... Well, it's the person that would be with me. In oh, okay. So All right. So she, sa- she says to me, oh, you know what? Uh, Tanya and Robbie passed each other all the time in this one area of town. Yeah. Before they even met each other on the dating app. Correct. I said, what are you talking about? She said, well, no, Robbie worked in this area where Tanya passed him. I said, so Tanya saw him and then they met on the dating app? And she said, yeah. I said, this story doesn't sound like the story I know. So could yeah. you clarify? Did you She's walk told past? This to you. I told this to you, but, too. But did you actually walk past Robbie <clears throat> in the wild while he was going to work? You were out shopping, she said? No. So I used to go and I would sit and I'd bring my computer and I would work in this little cute little courtyard because they had Wi-Fi. Before you were on Hinge? Before I was on Hinge. This was when we were working on Mid-Wilshire. And did you recognize him? No, he was a total stranger, but he parks every single day in that space but and walked that courtyard to go him. to his office but no so we were passing oh. each other for years but did you actually pass each other yes but we didn't meet we never but met did you how do you know you passed each other if you don't know what he looks like because i was he's there every single day and so, i was there multiple times a week but don't when, you think you would have seen him and been like that guy's good looking guy no not when you're like just sitting somewhere working not really like so you don't have it. a memory of seeing him no correct okay oh, but correct. the story is you saw him several times in this place, and then you end up meeting on Hinge. I just want to tell you what the story is. Well, That's the story got to me. It's not wrong. It's not wrong. We had this like invisible string of the fact that we were just crossing paths in this courtyard for years before we actually met each other. 
in the movie version, it's like y'all saw each other but didn't know who you were, and then you met right. on Hinge. And right. Like you dropped a pen, and he picked it up for you and yeah. handed right. it to right. you. And then, like, and then flash, music played in the background. Right. Five years later, and then we Easton meet on by Hinge with a cello. Yeah, right. Right. Were you carrying a cello this time? Easton's carrying a cello this time. <laughs> oh, I love that she remembered that because I was telling her that that place is really meaningful and really special to us. I know, and she told me all about it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like. <laughs> Sounds familiar, but there was a twist to the story I needed to clarify. <laughs> I just like, all right. But you really made an impression with the story. I mean, like 10 days later, she's still telling it. It's cute. I think it's really cute. It is cute. Yeah. Oh, all right, Sisney, what's happening in your place? <laughs> We're getting over all of the kid sickness, finally. All three kids had some weird fever virus. It's cyclical with the kids, isn't it? Like it's, one finishes and then another one. It's then like by a the domino time all, effect. Yeah, but the yeah. baby had it the worst. And so with her, it's like she can't communicate. And it's so sad to see her sick. But finally, everyone's healthy. And I'm just so grateful. And you got your team spirit on. Uh, Sissy's wearing I her Lake Prouder Lakers shirt. Lakers shirt. Let's go. Game one tonight. Come on, Tuesday. Bring it. We're going to take you down. Who just scratched the microphone there? Sorry, that was me. I was oh. doing the wicket, wicket. Oh, my gosh. Oh, you were scratching the record? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh, you're on Kiss this morning, streaming or on the radio, in your car, getting ready for anything you got to get done on this Tuesday. It's the one day that I feel like we need a little extra push. A little bit. I even stop. I usually stop my coffee about this time, but I'm still into it because it's Tuesday. Hey, was it the other day, Sisney? Yeah. Ruby was telling us that she's having her boyfriend sleep with an onion. Oh, right. Like he puts it under his pillow or something. What, what, what do you do with it? Yeah. So, Ruby, uh, what, why is he sleeping with the onion again? He was he was sick. So he put it right next to uh, the nightstand. Oh, or on, on, the the nightstand. on the nightstand. Yeah, that sounds was. like you're sick. Do you need the onion? Uh, no, he I did get sick last week, but I'm feeling a lot better now over the weekend. So he gave like, it to her. All the home remedies. Yeah. I just want to say I was listening to you over the weekend talking about Mother's Day on your show. What's the what's the show called? Ladies' night. Yeah, ladies' night. I was listening to ladies' night. Mm -hmm. oh. I on a Friday, but it was only two of you. Somebody was absent. Oh yeah, me and Kayla. Yeah, but somebody wasn't there. Gabby was. Gabby there. wasn't. Gabby there, was yeah. out. Where's Gabby? I was like, wait, where's the third? Yeah, she was out. But I got to hear what you're gonna do for uh, Mother's Day. Maybe a spa day or something. I don't know what happened, but some R and R. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, so we got a lot of calls about these remedies here. Evelyn in Whittier is on the line. Uh, home remedies. I think there's a natural remedy for every ailment. Like, there really is. Because back in the day, I mean, Tanya, you know, when the olive trees were first planted no. by the Greeks oh, and the Romans. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Well, no, when they were first planted, B.C., uh -huh. right? Mm -hmm. When the Greeks and the Romans planted these trees, they needed natural remedies for their ailments. So there's got to be something for everything. Yes. Yes. I mean, Evelyn, you're chuckling about this, but what do you think? Well, I think uh, just about everything is a remedy. I mean, we're talking about the onions today. Um, I, I, I'm a true believer in that. That came from my parents, my mom, back in the day. Uh, I know your your parents used to do the Vicks. Yeah. Right? You yeah. rub the Vicks all over On you everything. And mm -hmm. On everything. But yeah, my mom did that as well. But the onions on the bottom of your feet, cut it in half, put it in your sock, and you sleep with it at night. Oh, it sucks all the toxins out of your feet. It's got to be at the bottom of your feet. Yep. Wait, you got put it. the onion in the bottom of your foot with a sock? Yeah. Yeah. Tight. yeah. I do you that. put it on and you sleep with it at night and you will feel better in the day. Uh, for what? Like a cold? Yeah, for the colds and flus. You know that they're, they're packed with vitamin C. They also have antioxidants, uh, curacetin, you know, so the onion <laughs> does absorb a lot of your crap. So if you have a cold that you're not feeling well. Can you do it for kids too? Yes. Hmm. You can do it for kids. And you can go ahead and Google it. I mean, everything is out now, there. Does the, but does the does your foot stink for a couple of days after? Yeah. Or your bed? Well, I mean, no, not your bed. I mean, you know, the last conversation that I was hearing well. was... <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> the last conversation that I was hearing was... Uh, um, uh, with Ruby and her boyfriend, put the onion in the in the room, and uh, I mean, I don't want to side the bed. I don't no, like walking to slice into it that stuff smell. It. All right, right. So you right. go ahead and put it, and, and and you cover it with your sock. And well, I'm sure, I mean, I'm sure your foot's going to smell for a couple of days. I mean, it has, yeah. but you know, it does absorb. It does take it off. 
it, well, it, it, it does help. Thank you, Evelyn. All uh, right. The voice of authority. Yeah. I believe her. Yeah, the Vicks Vapor Rubs. Isn't he, we were saying that our moms oh, yeah. were just like, hey, oh, I'm going through a breakup. Oh, your heart broke? You broke up with somebody? Put some Vicks on your heart. Mm-hmm. You'll be fine. TJ, who used the talkback button on the iHeartRadio app here. Morning, Ryan, Sissini, and Tanya. Uh, my name is TJ, listening from Michigan. I'm originally from the Caribbean, um, from Grenada. One of the remedies that we have is um, you can cut up ginger, turmeric, garlic, and mix it with honey and a little bit of rum and half of a lime or a lemon. And that is good for the cold or the flu. Works very well. Sounds like it would work. Sounds like a cocktail. Again, yeah. Sounds like <laughs> remedies a lot of things. There's a natural remedy for every ailment. That's one right there. Take note. Oh, it sounds yummy. Uh, all right. When's the last time you almost dropped your phone in the toilet? Almost dropped your phone in the sink? Almost dropped your phone in some water? I mean, probably uh, every two weeks. Oh, really? Yeah, at some point. Do you take your phone into the ocean when you go swimming in Santa Monica? Um, I usually don't go swimming in Santa Monica. Yeah, I can't tell you last time I swam in Santa Monica. I, I was out there on a walk the other day, and I saw uh, two girls in the ocean with their phone, like, holding it up over a wave. Yeah. Like, trying to shoot something. I'm thinking, that's high risk. Because if the phone drops in the salt water, and then it gets whisked away by the current, that's not great. You can get yeah. these phones wet. By the way, I don't trust that. You can. No, you did. I dropped mine in the pool three years ago, and I still have it to this day. You but guys, I swim with my phone. I I videotape the kids with the and phone. You swim with the phone? Yes, you can. You're asking for it. You can go underwater with it. <laughs> well, I I don't believe that because I grew up in a time where you couldn't. Right? I know. So they say if you do drop it in the water, what do you do? Go to YouTube. And play a remove water from speaker video. Because the water gets in the speaker in that little piece there. You know? uh -huh. So if you go to YouTube and play a remove water from speaker video, there are a bunch of them. Oh, that's cool. And they'll play a special sound that will expel all the water. That's so the sound comes out and kicks the water out. I like that. Okay. That's that probably, awesome. That probably helps. This is the best nugget of information you're going to have all <laughs> yeah, day today. Even if your phone is waterproof, that probably yeah. does help. But tell somebody about this. They're going to be impressed. Today's quote, it's a Tuesday, so we honed in on this. Mm -hmm. Real isn't who's with you at your celebration. Real is who's with you at rock bottom. Ooh. Who is that person in your life? On air with Ryan Seacrest. Just looking ahead here, we're going to get the headlines now, but Sisney's got a report in a little bit about how high school students are reacting to getting rejected by colleges. Yeah, high school seniors are celebrating not getting into college. Uh, I'll explain. That was a trend when I didn't get I in. know. I kind of like this. I also have a second date update. So they met on Tanya Bumble. Cute. Their first date was at a bar watching a Lakers game. Then they spent the night. Together? No, they went separately and just slept. Of course together. Because now she doesn't want to go out again. So what happened after that great night that may have not been so great? And why does spent the night together means they could have just spent the night together, not like sleeping. Yeah, spent the night together. I spent the night together with out. Michael, but we did not do anything. What'd you do? We just talked all night and then basically pulled an all nighter talking. And I had a 6 a.m. flight the next day that he drove me to the airport. Oh, God, sounds awful. Awful. It was not, it was beautiful. And we are married now with three kids. No, that part's nice. But that's what you do <laughs> in the beginning. Like you sacrifice your sleep to talk to them. Well. Was that a move on your part? We made out too. Well, then you, then you did hook up. Well, we we can't. We made out. Hook up. But that was it. Uh, making out is hooking up. No, it's not. How is making out not hooking up? Hooking up is like hooking up. I but know what you mean, up. Ryan. You can say hook up, and I it's think just, you say hook up. Fine, hook we hooked up. up like that, but it wasn't hook. like all the way. Right, that's true. It wasn't all the way. Hook up is broad, Tanya. No, make out is kiss. Hook up is like more than kiss. You could say it hook could be up that too, or just kiss. It's like uh. A square is a rectangle, but a rectangle is Cannot not be a square. square. Mm -hmm. I agree. It's no different. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, That's a really good analogy. All that stuff's coming up. Let's get to the headlines, Disney. What's happening? 
Kiss FM headlines with Sissini. All right, monsoon weather is making its way to SoCal, bringing the potential for some thunderstorms. We were talking about this. The forecast shows monsoon-like weather as this week progresses. So showing the most impact in the mountain areas, higher elevation areas will be susceptible to monsoon storms, bringing the chance of rain starting today and lasting through the rest of the week. We are into the third week of the Writers Guild of America strike against Hollywood Studios with no word on any renewed labor talks or any movement toward a resolution of a walkout that has ground entertainment production to a halt. Picketers returned to Amazon Studios in Culver City this week. Netflix's Hollywood headquarters, Paramount Studios, Universal Studios, and right here, of course, in Burbank, there seems to be no end in sight. And how about Martha Stewart making history yesterday as the oldest swimsuit model to grace the cover of Sports Illustrated at 81 years old. She is one of four women to pose for the magazine Swimsuit Edition this year. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Today's National Mimosa Day. That should have been on Sunday. I agree. Today's also National Piercing Day. What you going to get pierced? Oh, I really want more holes. Let's go, Tanya. And coincidentally, it's Pierce Brosnan's birthday. (laughs) How... How the stars have aligned for Pierce. Maybe his parents knew, and so they just named Maybe him Pierce. Maybe it was piercing day. <laughs> Wait, did I ever tell you that Becca ran into him and his wife swimming in the ocean in Hawaii? Hey, no, that's a story I want to hear because he was James Bond. Yeah, she, I honestly forget the details, but they, she like met this really sweet couple uh, on the beach in Hawaii, and it turns out it was Pierce Brosnan and his did wife. Did they chat and talk? They and did, they, they nice. chat and talked, yeah, and yeah, yeah. And they were normal? And she didn't recognize James Bond? Because they were far away. They were like far away and they were like were yelling at each other. <laughs> no, they were like swimming in the water. And she, like, they were so cute because they were like this like couple that was just swimming in the ocean together. And then as they came out, they recognized him. I picture him and coming out in she's slow motion. From us. Mm. Yeah, exactly. That's Daniel Craig. <laughs> <laughs> That's Daniel Craig. No, it could be him. <laughs> oh, well, the one I picture in my head is Daniel Craig. No, I pictured him coming out all slow motion. I like that Daniel Craig bathing suit. You know the one? The, the, yeah, I know the one. I don't know the one. one. Mm-hmm. I'm working on my legs. Your legs are great. Thank you. Yeah, I do yeah. think your legs are pretty great. That's nice of you. Thank mm-hmm. you very much. <laughs> I'll quit working. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So we were somewhere. Yes, yeah. college. Okay. So now it's commencement speech graduation time. Right. And there's a different kind of celebration happening with students. So, Sydney, tell me about this. So, these high school seniors, basically, everyone knows where they're going to college at this point. Everyone's uh, received their college admission letters or rejection letters. So, these are called college rejection parties. And a lot of high school seniors are having them to, to take the sting out of not being accepted to their top choice school. So, a lot of these students still got into great schools. UCLA, Harvard even. But there was other choices that they did not get accepted to that still kind of stung so what some other some of the high schools are doing is they're holding either like big assemblies for these kids to shred those rejection letters <laughs> and so there's almost like a very ceremonial like aspect to this and it's like all the rejection letters that you got let's shred them let's like put an end to this and like basically move on and so it's a college rejection parties that a lot of these high schools it's, are throwing it's just it's taking a page out of some people how uh they break up with somebody and how yeah. they move on, right? It's like a page out of that book. Yes, exactly. You know? Don't dwell on the schools that you didn't get into. Move on. It's not a big deal. You still got into a great school. You know, for me, it was like I got into San Diego State, but I did not get into Chapman University. I didn't go to UCSB. So those would have been my rejection letters that I would have shredded. Uh, I think I wanted to apply to others, but I just applied to one and I got in and that was like, nice. I was so excited. Mm-hmm. I, I was so excited. You know, there was part of me thought, I'm not getting in. I'm it's, actually not getting in. What, how scary. am I going to explain that to my parents? Oh, I know. But I didn't know we could celebrate that. Right? I didn't well, either. You couldn't. I feel like a few years ago, you could not do that with your yeah, parents. Yeah, no. And it was so obvious for us because our letters were actually mailed to us in the mail. And now everything is, I believe, Every online. Every day in the so summer you, on my way to swim practice, right. I check yeah. the mailbox. So if it was you, a small it letter. It was a small envelope. Yeah. You knew it was a rejection letter. So if it was a big envelope, you knew that yeah. you got accepted into the oh, university. Oh, no one ever told me that. <laughs> <laughs> it's very obvious. Well, I, I'm, I'm all for it. Good. You know? Shred the rejection. Shred Don't it have time up. for that. Shred Don't it up. It. And apparently UCLA receives more applications, about 170,000 for fall of 23 than any other university in America. 
So we're going to do a second date update right now. Um, Ray reached out in Culver City. Let me grab Ray. Morning, Ray. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm interested, bro. Yeah. I'm interested. So you met her on Bumble and you went out to see a Laker game? Yeah, so we both mentioned the Lakers in our profiles, so we had that in common. Uh, chatted for hours and met up pretty soon at 90 West Lounge, a great Laker bar on the west side. We uh, we watched the game, the Lakers won, so that was magic. And uh, we, we we ended up back at my place, you know, she spent the night, and she had fun. I know she had fun. She, I am 100% sure that she had fun. So now I'm texting her and getting nothing back, and I don't understand. All right, my curiosity is kicking in here. So you, there was magic all night, it sounds like. Now, how are you 100% sure she had a good time? Well, yeah, I mean, she just, uh, you know, you take someone back to your place, and, uh, you know, I, I know when someone has fun. <laughs> you do. All right, but so that all that happened. Sounds like it went brilliantly, but now she's blowing you off? She's not responding. What's happening now? Yeah, I'm just getting these like blow off texts back, like you know, yeah, sure, she'll wait hours or a day to message. I mean, she she hasn't disappeared completely, but she's not giving me vibes that she wants to do it again, which I don't understand. I mean, we we had a great time. We seem to connect a lot. Huh. Okay, got it. Uh, we are going to put you on hold. I have everything I need. Let's put you on hold. Hold on. That's Ray Culver City. Her name's Christina. She's agreed to go on the air with us. He said 100% she had a magical night, but she doesn't want to go out again. Because they went too far. What happened? Or maybe she pretended to have a magical night. Oh, like it wasn't so magical for her? Why are you winking at us? <laughs> Just say it. You have to wink at us. Maybe she, because he was saying, I know she had a good night. I know she had a good night. Maybe and she like, said that was the most amazing night ever. Right, and it, it wasn't, wasn't so great. She faked it. Have you ever lied? Yeah. Yeah. Not with Michael, but like other guys, yes. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> uh, quit winking at me. But you get what I'm trying to say. I do, but you don't have to like, it's not even a wink. It's like a one eye closed for three seconds. <laughs> it's like a pirate. It's like weird. <laughs> I'm freaking out. Like a sloth pirate. <laughs> it's, like, it's, a, it's a drunk pirate wink that got stuck. <laughs> I know. Okay, we are in the middle of Orion's Roses, and I want to get into it fast before we lose anybody. So Ray reached out and said, I need to find out why Christina does not want to go out with me again. We met on Bumble. We watched the Lakers game. They won. He says he carried the magic through the night. And he says to us, she 100% had the greatest time. She had the best time. Seems a little happy. too confident. Very confident. Me. Tony, what do you think? I think that he may believe that she had a good time, but that she was faking it. Because now she doesn't want to go out again. And Sisney, you think, well, maybe she got everything she wanted and doesn't need to go out again. Kind of. Yeah. Like, you know, sometimes when you go all the way with somebody in the first oh, night, no then that's not your dude. Like, that's okay. not, you know what I mean? Like, I got your back, but you can't say that. <laughs> all the way. You know, I they can't just. Say all the way anymore. That's just not, it was, you, you hey, gave it all up. Uh, who do we ask back there? You gave it all up in the first what's, night. What's the new so all the way? It's not special. Back room. What's the new all the way? I say hooked up. I say hooked up too, yeah. but that but can mean a lot. Exactly. Right. So when I say all the way, it's very clear. But do you say all the way? No. No. Mm. <laughs> I'm, I am unique. <laughs> Let me be me. Oh, this show makes me so happy. What are we doing? The second date update. All right. So let me tell Ray the drill. Ray, uh, are you there? I'm here. Okay, be very quiet, Ray. We're going to talk to Christina, and you're just going to listen in. I'm going to find out why she doesn't want to go out with you again, okay? All right, sounds good. Here we go. Christina, thank you so much for coming on. How are you? Uh, I'm doing great. How are you? Doing well. You're on the air with us. I have Sissany and Tanya in the back room, and everybody is here. And we are calling you about a guy named Ray you met on Bumble. Does that sound familiar? Oh, yes. Yes, that sounds familiar. <laughs> so tell me about Ray. How was the night at the end? It, it, was, it, was, it was good. It was a fun night, but I, I don't know. Uh, I, I, I think it might have been a mistake. Why? Why is that? 
Oh, I don't, I don't know. It's, it really did start out fine. And, you know, I mean, I've been with a lot of guys and some are great and some are mistakes and I, I don't know. It just, it just wasn't a, a perfect match. That's what I'll say. And do you think he noticed that? You think he felt like the vibe was just okay? Or you think he thought it was off the charts amazing? Um, I'm, I'm not sure, but the energy that I was getting was maybe, I think he was feeling that it was a really great match. And I just didn't, I don't know. I don't want to hurt his feelings. Um, and the date was really great, but I, I think he thought it was a better match than I did. And why are you not vibing? Um, honestly, a lot of things. We're, we're not really a physical match, if you know what I mean. I don't. Sorry. Uh, he, he, was just, he was just too much for me, and I'll, I'll leave it at that. You're never going to be too much for the right person. I don't understand why he was too much. Okay, we should start thinking about how, <clears throat> if you were to speak to him, how you would let him know that there's no more. What would you say to him? I guess if I spoke to him, I would just say I had a really, really fun time. But romantically, on my end, it's just not a great match. But I think he's a really great guy. So there's good news. You've sent the message. It's been very clear. I have Ray on the line who reached out <laughs> to us because he wanted to find out. He was losing sleep over why you wouldn't go out with him again. And so, Ray, now you know... What's your reaction? Um, if if I'm hearing her right, it sounds like I'm kind of being complimented. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what? Hello. I'm, <laughs> oof, that I'm too much? <laughs> That's what was too much? So, Ray, Christina... Everybody wins. How is that um, a problem? I'm. I don't. <laughs> that's a problem. Ray thinks he got a compliment. Christina's not into it. Uh, every everybody I, realizes I, I, that. Have... Hey, this is not meant to be, right? It's not meant to be. <laughs> it's not. But Ray, thank you for reaching out to us. You have your peace of mind, and and then some. Good luck, and Christina. And then thank some. you very much for your honesty. Thank you All so right. much. Good luck to you guys out there. All right. Bye bye. So maybe that's why he was so confident. Oh, clearly. I have I am speechless. That's a first for us. I, I don't think so. I get it. But though. I, I don't for it being an maybe. issue for a second date update, I don't think we've had someone call in I with mean, that. Scenario. Have we done those before? Is that a first that's a first one we've ever done? On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. So we got James Worthy on the line. Big game James on the phone. So you Lakers just keep winning. Friday night, they eliminated the Golden State Warriors to advance to the finals, Western Conference finals against Denver. Game one, that is in Denver tonight. Started the season 2-10, and 10, finished last in the Pacific Division, needed to play in tournament to even get into the playoffs. And now, Western Conference finals. Big James. Big game James on the line with us right now. How are you, James Worthy? Good morning, Ryan. How are you, man? I'm doing well, thanks. So I feel like you motivate yourself. When you say good morning, it kind of got me excited about it being a good morning. <laughs> Do you have a motivational <laughs> mantra every day for yourself? Uh, you know, I, I golf early in the morning. Uh, I took the day off so I could have this interview with you, my brother. <laughs> wow, <laughs> sacrifice. It's oh, a quick night, uh, Lakers versus the Nuggets. So, But I, I get my tranquility from golf. I motivate myself by just, you know, seeing a deer run across the fairway or a red mm. tail fly or something like that. And it just, you know, it balances me out. Well, you sound balanced. And I appreciate you taking a day off to talk with us. So we got game one tonight in Denver. Nuggets are the top seed. Won more games than anyone in the West. How are the Lakers looking at this first game from the inside? Well, it's going to be their biggest task uh, thus far. I mean, to start where they started, uh, you know, 2-10 and 10 at the beginning of the season, uh, the play-in game, as you mentioned, uh, to overcoming, you know, defending champion Warriors, to now going up against the two-time MVP, a great coach in Malone, 
a, a great star player in Murray. Uh, and they also have, you know, good role players as well. So uh, the task is going to be, uh, you know, defense. The Lakers have sustained pretty good defense. They've had some of the best basketball since the All-Star break, since they made the trades. But everyone knows the key is how do you defend Jokic uh, and how do you stay out of foul trouble? So that's going to be a big task for Anthony Davis. And I think the other uh, task is going to be if Darvin Ham is going to play uh, Bamba, is he going to take a chance and relieve AD from some of that pressure of getting in foul trouble? So there's going to be a lot of different scenarios that go from game to game, and uh, it's going to all boil down to, you know, who can make the, the counters um, mm. from game to game. James Worthy with us now. What happens? Just the human side of this, James. You've been there. What happens to the players and the the energy, the spirit, the drive? I mean, the they just excel in the playoffs. But what happens humanly when you play these games? Well, you know, it's, it's, it's the biggest stage of, of the year. I mean, obviously you have big games throughout the year. And when you're going around from city to city, you're playing in Philadelphia one night, Washington the next night, you take a day off, you're traveling, uh, it's, it's, it's easier to be successful. But when you get one team for seven games, you get the same player, uh, you get to research and do video from game to game, they're going to take something away from you. Game two, they're going to take a little bit away from you. Game three, they're going to take it away. So it all comes down to defense and rebounding and the will to win. That's why the Jordans, the Birds, the Magics, you know, the Kobe Bryant, they have that internal thing. And that's what it all boils down to. And it also boils down to the others. You have your star players, but you also have a guy like Batavius Pope. Uh, for the Denver Nuggets. And the Lakers have a guy like Austin Reeves, the role players, the intangibles, the things that you won't see on a stat sheet that you absolutely need to win, the glue of the team. And that's sometimes what it boils down to, especially after game two and three, it gets really tough. James Worthy with the inside (laughs) scoop, taking a day off golf for all of this wisdom, you should know. Um, hey, a friend of mine was telling me, so LeBron signed for two more, and a friend of mine was telling me that the last dance film crew is following this season. What do you know? Is it is it soon the end? I haven't heard that, but I would not be surprised. I know LeBron, uh, he's, he wants to play with his son, Bronny. And uh, the wow. latest news, you know, he signed with USC. He only has to play one year there. So that's his biggest you know, go left, uh, his biggest want mm-hmm. is to play with his son. And it might take a couple more years to do that. But I think after that happens, you know, he wants to be like the Griffey, Ken Griffey Jr. and Sr., the great uh, Gordy Howe in hockey. He wants to, you know, uh, be one of those fathers that play one year. So you might be onto something there, Ryan. I haven't heard it yet, but I wouldn't be surprised. All right, we'll watch for that. Now, you want to make a, a call? Lakers in how many? I'll say the Lakers, it's going to take seven. I, I do. Uh, I, 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 you know, as many games as possible to win, I think uh, they're going to have to um, really grind it out. I think all the teams will win their home games, but the Lakers are going to have to steal one in Denver. That's in Denver, game mm-hmm. seven in Denver. Big game, James Worthy. James brought to you by Ford's all-electric Mustang Mach-E. We are big fans, my friend. Thank you for making time for us today. You got it, brother. All right, take care. Bye-bye. Talking shop there. Mm-hmm. But we always want that home win, you know? We want the but, Lakers to but, win here uh, in L.A. Ruby, I think James Worthy just called you out. <laughs> you called it in six. He says seven. Going to take it back to Denver for the no, win. No, we don't want it back in no. Denver. I'm just telling you what James, big game James said. You we have it. to shut it down in L.A. You want it here in six. Six is at crypto. Lakers mm-hmm. in six. Lakers in six. Yeah, oh, you know, let's go. <laughs> uh, somebody said to me the other day they were going to the. This was a week or so ago. They were going to a game. They're like, "I'm on my way. We're taking the kids to Staples." And I said, "It's called crypto." And they looked at me like they were going to hit me. It's like I still say Staples. It's so I hard know, to but I was like trying to correct them because we're on the air all the time with crypto, crypto. And the but, guy was like, "Going to hit me." By the way, he brought up Austin Reeves. That was the guy that that scored that uh, at the buzzer. 
at halftime, the shot that oh, was like over. Yes. Oh, just like, you know how they always do that anyways? Like it, sometimes it makes it, sometimes it doesn't. It actually made it Friday night. We were like, oh. Well, that's why you got to go for that shot. You I never know. know. One in a billion chances and it goes in. It was incredible. Oh, it reminded me of my days playing in the church league growing up. <laughs> well, Ronnie's back from Sweden after seeing yeah. the first Woo! Beyonce show on the tour. My life has been changed completely now. <laughs> Ronnie, is it true? Ronnie works in the digital department here. Is it true that it was more economic for you to go do that than to go see the show here? Yeah, so really, like, in total, what I paid was less than one ticket here. That's and this so... was your first trip out of the country? Yeah, i never been to Europe at all, so... Finally, my passport got a little stamp. Like, I've never seen that before. So I was really excited. <laughs> so there you are. You arrive in Sweden. How was that? It was, well, travel time was crazy. I think in total flying there, I probably, flying time was 15 hours. It was wow. a long, long trip. Uh, and then I had like standby, at, well, not standby, but layovers at airports and stuff. So I think it took me like 24 <laughs> How hours. How many to layovers there. did you have? Well, I did like three layovers just to get there. Dedicated fan. Yeah, I did not care. I sat in that airport. But Ronnie went because he didn't want to see all the spoils on social media. Mm -hmm. Yes, I feel like with Taylor Swift's show, as soon as the first show went, you I saw the whole thing. Yeah. Right. Right. yeah. I really don't even need to attend, but I'm going to. Right. But I saw the whole thing. But Beyonce, everything was fresh. I Every song... I was screaming because I was like, oh my God, I haven't heard it. So. so how is this show different? So this honestly is the tour of our lives. <laughs> it was so good. She has no opener. Okay. She. How does it start? Like what's the first thing you hear or see or feel? First song, Dangerously in Love. Mm. What from the first <laughs> album, it literally like. I really, I don't even know how to recap it because I was screaming so loud. Um, but that's the first song. Like okay. she does um, older songs first, which I feel like that's so different. Like normally you start with yeah. a hit from the new album. No, it was she all old She hooks you song. in with all the hits. Yes. Like her mic was on, her hair looked good, outfit <laughs> looked good. I just really, I remember like I, and she started crying in the first song. So I started crying. Yeah, of course. I just like. <laughs> of course. Yeah, and I was because you were singing when she was singing, so you have to yeah. do everything that she does. Yes, I literally, Aww. I just couldn't even deal. And then she performs her full album from start to finish, which also I feel like is very rare. Like she does the whole thing in order, right? In order, mm -hmm. was there, and he's given us the breakdown of the first Beyonce show that's going to go all over the world. Who were you with? Like, who were your roommates that so, you were bonding with? I just met. It was random people, honestly. So some of my friends came with me. Some of my friends that live in Spain, they flew over for the show. And then, of course, I flew from the States over there. Um, but people that were around us, I feel like it was more people flew in the country than people that actually lived there. Because, because you could get access, maybe. Yes. Like, I met people from Finland, people from Brazil, just everywhere people flew just to be at that very first show. And so. I imagine everyone was in good spirits and happy. And this is probably like a, a love yes, fest. It was... Everyone was so happy. Like everyone was complimenting people's outfits because oh. it was a theme. Like you had to dress in the Renaissance theme. So, you know, everyone came out with their outfits. What did you wear? So me, I wore, <laughs> I'm like known for wearing a crop top because I love a good crop top. And I learned that the men in Sweden do not wear a crop top. So <laughs> How it was just they like, let you know that. <laughs> yeah, no, they did tell me. Um, but I wore like a blue crop top. It was super cute with like face jewels. And then some oversized pants. <laughs> I thought it was cute. One of the photographers <laughs> took a picture of me, so I'm like, that's how you know the outfit looked good. And, and yeah. did the face jewels stay on over the 36 song set list? No. Some of them some of them fell off before I even got in the concert. Mm, and then once I things. really got into it and I'm like crying and sweating and everything, like they did not <laughs> they, make they it just to peeling the peeling off. <laughs> this is Ronnie's review of the first Beyonce show. Yes. Well done. Yes. If, if that doesn't get you excited to see Beyonce, nothing will. Yeah. And and the show is three hours. So I'm like, Dang. you have to just immerse it all. It was <laughs> Like, she was on that stage the whole time. Like, she would go change. I think she changed, like, seven times. But she was there. Yeah. What time did it start? She started at 8. Nice, and then it nice, ended, nice. like, 11.30. When is she coming here? She gets to... 
I think in LA, she's here in September. Her birthday show is here. She's performing on her birthday, <gasps> September 4th. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. That show is going to be probably the best of my life again. <laughs> well, Ronnie, now that you've got your passport, you can go see your friends in Spain and Brazil. Yeah. yeah. It was, keep it alive. Leaving the country, I, I didn't know what to expect because I've never done it before. So it was fun. Like, I feel like leaving is easier than coming back in because. Customs was a whole like <laughs> different thing. I did not know you had to wait that long. And to I told them, I was home. like, I should have went to the bathroom before I got in this line. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ronnie, thanks for coming. Ronnie from our digital department with this show in Sweden, which was uh, cheaper for him to attend than the one here. <laughs> That's the, that is the, that takeaway is crazy. Oh, Kara's on the line. Is it Kara or Kara? Kara or Kara? It's Kara. Kara. Okay, Kara. So you're calling about your ex-boyfriend's new girlfriend. What happened? Oh, God. Okay, well, she started following me on Instagram. Why? I have no idea, but I got a notification last night. Didn't know who it was. And when I went to her profile, I realized she was dating my ex. A little odd, right? Wait, hold on. I, I need to understand this. Your ex-boyfriend's new girlfriend is following you she's dating your ex and do you think this is a like middle finger to you or something i don't know if it like was an accidental follow while she was stalking me or maybe it's a middle finger to me i have no idea but we didn't end like i mean we didn't end great like obviously but there's no like cheating or anything it just wasn't working and i've moved on from it it's been about a year and well, we do don't you think she wants other, you as an so... ally, as a friend, or do you like? I'm just confused by it. I don't know. Maybe she's trying to snoop to make sure I really have moved on. <laughs> oh, testing you. So weird. Or is she just nice? I know. She... Like, hey, everybody should be friends I... around I... here. Do you still? I don't know. I... I don't know if I should just leave it be or like bring it up to my ex. Like, I don't know. Is no. your ex still in your life? Are you guys all still in the same circle? No, we're not in the same circle at all. Like, we, we don't really talk. Hmm. My advice would be ignore. Yeah, and Nothing give her a show. Nothing good's going to come out of this. Give her a show, baby. Show up and show out, because there's nothing <laughs> like living your best life. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> well, Kara, thank you very much for calling, and good luck. Of course. Thanks. Do you think it's an accidental follow? It's so weird. I I don't like it. Yeah, it's probably accident, honestly. Or testing, testing, testing to see if there's any sort of like. I almost would confront her. Like, hey, why are you following me? No, but then it's like but I don't know too much energy. Time of day. Exactly. I think Tanya and I have it down. Yeah, completely, show up. Completely think Block. about it, but don't let them know. Block. Completely watch it all, but don't let them think that. Yeah. Weird. Completely be not transparent. <laughs> so that's our advice. <laughs> Self torture. <laughs> All right, listen. <laughs> Blocking would seem petty. I wouldn't throw that flag. <laughs> Don't want to go petty on this. I love a little petty. Blocking is so petty. Right, but oh. so is what we're talking about. But yeah, they would know how petty we exactly. are. Exactly. Yeah, you guys just are like a secret of petty. <laughs> yeah, we're secret petty. We're like uh, petty adjacent. We're like, we're like, like we're, yeah, obvious we're like, petty. We're like one of the petties of the petties. <laughs> Families of the famous petties. Um, I think Tuesday is a good day to address this work life balance. It's almost become cliche. How's your work life balance? Mm. Oh, I'm achieving work life balance. <laughs> but are you not really? I mean, I, I don't know that we have work life balance. I think that we have we're better at sort of like saying we have boundaries. And I think that it's more accepted now. I remember like years ago. If you weren't on your phone and available at all times, people oh. look down on you. Now they actually kind of appreciate it when you say, I'm putting my phone down. But are you really achieving work-life balance? I mean, you have a couple of jobs here. So does it right. ever really slow down? I mean, Beata could be asking you something all the time, right? Mm -hmm. Our program director? Anybody for that matter. Like, I have to answer my phone if JoJo's calling me or anybody or any of the jocks at all times. And Tony, do you think you have good work-life balance? No, because the problem is, I don't know, I can't not do something. So like, I took on the book, which was like a huge project that kept me so busy for like two and a half years. On top of what I do. 
we kind of like don't know what tomorrow will bring. You think of the pandemic is like that was so weird. Mm-hmm. We don't know what tomorrow will bring. And so there's two schools of thought. One is like, you've got to just like make hay while you can. And the other okay. is, or make life while you can. Right. And it's hard to balancely intersect those two ideals, I think. But like, for example, uh, Belinda is here. And Belinda works in my office. Mm-hmm. So Belinda, I'm just going to announce right now that my phone is dead from Friday, like noon till Sunday night. Okay. That's my work-life balance. But the problem is, will I actually do it? No. I'm going to try. But will I actually do it? I mean, that's the thing. Like you, you say, and then all of a sudden, you break your own rule. Right. And so many young Americans today are children of immigrants. And they say they feel, some of them feel pressure to succeed because of the sacrifices their parents make. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Yeah. I feel that way. So where are you with work-life balance? There's no conclusion to this. I just wanted to bring it up. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like if you had to rate your work-life balance on a scale of like 0% is you have horrible work-life balance and 100% is you have great work-life balance, where would you rate yourself? Sissini? I would say I'm like a 80%. Wait, what does that mean? <laughs> I know I gave the scale, but now I'm confused. I think she's at 80%. Oh, good balance. I, good I think I'm okay. I, you know, I try to get all my work done as far as like everything that I need to do for all my other jobs here at KISS done done before I leave the station so that I'm not at home on my laptop doing that right. work. You know, and then if anything comes through where I have to like answer the phone for a phone call, it's just like a phone, a quick phone call or a text. It's not actually me on the couch or me at the dinner table on the laptop. And Mark, did I, I sent you this topic, right? Yes. This you sent at three o'clock this morning. You sent yeah. a topic about work-life balance yeah. at three o'clock in the morning? <laughs> yeah. Because clearly I need to work on it. Yikes. Lucky you guys didn't get this at three in the morning in the back room. <laughs> That's ironic. Trying to break in slowly. I mean. Work in progress. Uh, good news is Mark responded at four. <laughs> so Dang. everybody needs to focus on this. That's why I brought it up. That's the conclusion. Oh, my God. You know, we were talking about work-life balance and how, like, we say we've, we've got it or we try and create it, but we kind of really don't and we're guilty. But, Easton, come here for a second. Our engineer filling in for Tubbs today. You actually have work-life balance because we were looking for you one day on a Wednesday in the middle of, I think it was early afternoon, and you're out for a bike ride. Yeah. It's important to have boundaries and take time for yourself sometimes. (laughs) Really? During the American Top 40 planning (laughs) session? Uh, You know, I I come up with ideas when I'm on the bike, man. Where where were you cycling? I was like, can we find East? It it might have been 1 o'clock, right? 1.30? Hey, can we find East? Oh, he's cycling. (laughs) (laughs) I had to respect it. Like, Mm -hmm. I want to (laughs) cycle. Where'd you go? I was biking the uh, Santa Fe Dam out in Irwindale. <laughs> right, right next to Burbank. <laughs> Good for you. He, he, had his, he had his bike carrier on the car. I guess that's how everybody knew he was going biking that day. Mm-hmm. We need a GoPro on you at all times. <laughs> He's so fun. Um, all right. So, Tanya, let's do the trending report. Okay. So I thought this would be very interesting for everybody just to think about because Jennifer Garner, she's known in Hollywood for being the nice girl. I think we could all agree Jennifer Garner seems like one of the most wholesome, lovely, sweetest women in this industry. And she said, the problem is being recognized on a day where I'm not so nice or when I have blackness in my soul. I've definitely had days where I just can't do it. I scowl at people before they walk up to me. I'm not perfect and I don't think I'm rude, but I'm not good at being fake. And it got me thinking about that concept, you know, like I think we all, everybody, every single person, whether you're a public figure or not, you have an image that people see you as, you know, and it's funny. I just was relating to Jennifer Garner in this way because I think that for me for so long, my image was like girl next door, you know, like the girl next door. And so I would always like sometimes I would always want to dress sexier or I want to do my makeup sexier and I want to like sex up my look because it is so opposite of what like my image is. Does that make sense? Yes. <laughs> I waited for Sisney, but yes. Oh, okay. No. Sure. But I think I thought it was interesting because it's like, you know, Jennifer Garner is painted. She has this image of being like the nice girl, but you don't always so, want to be or you're not always the nice girl. 
Sisney, what is your perception of your image? I think people look at me and they their first thing is like, oh, she's a twin mom. You know, they, they put me in like a mom category. Is that good or bad for you? It's not necessarily good or bad, but it's right. like, it's not, it does not what defines me. You know what I mean? It yeah. does not what defines a, a woman per se. I was, it's interesting because you say, Tanya, I am a busiest man in Hollywood. Workaholic, you said. Well, you don't like that word, so I'm rephrasing it. Doesn't, doesn't I didn't me. like okay. it. So anyway, it's funny you say that because on Saturday, I got into an elevator. I was on my way to Galagetza. I was mm-hmm. getting ready to go there. And I had Georgia with me. And I got in this elevator, and this woman looks up and says, hello. And she says, what are you doing? You're not working today? See? A See? total stranger. Mm-hmm. And in that moment, because she goes like, you know, you're used to working. You're not working today? And it was a Saturday afternoon. And I'm like, no. But then I started feeling guilty that I wasldn't working. Right. But it's just what anybody has that one, like they have that one connection that they can that they can but gravitate no, it was fine, to. But I'm like, I'm trying to explain, like, no, but I'm working tomorrow, Sunday. Right, Idol is right, on right, Sunday. Right, right. Okay, Idol on, on Sunday. Yeah. I promise you, I'm just taking it to the afternoon. That's it. That's all. I'm like, wait, but that's not good either. I know. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. We need therapy. I've been telling you that for years. <laughs> in the best way. In the best way. I feel like this is therapy. It really is. Mm-hmm. I love therapy. I love this. Yeah. I love this too. I love us. <laughs> Less love for this. No, but like you guys aren't like. <laughs> say it. So. <laughs> say it. Say what you were going to say. We're not what? You're not. Making, no, not qualified, but like you're not making me go to a deep place and think about like <sighs> deep things and how to refigure my thoughts. Oh, you've poked the bears here and we are ready to go deep. Probe! And we'll do that tomorrow because yeah. we're out of time. You want today. us to make you cry? We'll make you cry. Oh, but you know what? Do you know what's interesting that epidermis. I heard? I heard on this TV show the other day, they were saying how therapists make their money off of basically like talking to you not giving you a solution to your problem so that they can like keep making money off that's you. messed up didn't you want to keep going i know i heard on yellow jackets <laughs> last night and I was logical like, yeah i never thought of it that way it's kind of like when i want to keep people listening to this show i keep saying coming up coming, coming up, up, coming coming up, up coming yeah up. your chance to win <laughs> yeah, coming up minutes away it's the same thing yeah on air on air with ryan seacrest what's gonna do it for us on Kiss, Disney's going to take you for another hour here this morning. Tomorrow we are back with more Disneyland tickets. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Make sure to subscribe, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.